When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, hosting a dating life debrief with friends, a time-honored tradition, so much so that over 75% of surveyed singles say they discuss their dating life with friends multiple times a month. See, I never would do that. We talked about that earlier. Mm. I'm going to discuss my dating life with my friends. None of your business, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not even like a, like if you dated somebody and broke up and then somebody asked you about it, you wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, here's what happened? No. No? No, it's none of your business. That's only because it was usually me that got kicked out. That's why it's none of their business. You see what I'm saying? What? We broke it? Oh, it was a great breakup. It was not a problem at all. And then she said... I'm not your type. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah, there you go. There you go I've man. heard it. I'm not your type, Tom. Oh, okay. Uh, in any case, to assist today's singles in their dating deliberators in deeming if someone is worthy of a like Tinder, the world's most popular. We talked about this earlier, but I, I wanted to jump back into it because apparently, like, everybody's getting involved in your Tinder now, and why would that be? Yeah, so from what I saw, it was like, you can... Somebody else can go like, oh, I think this person would be good for you. I like this person. I don't like that person. Yeah. And it feels, I don't know, it feels like people would just be influenced based off of who their friends like in their dating life. And unless your friends like really, really, really know who you are and what type of person you're into, it probably isn't going to be as beneficial. Yeah. I have a feeling that some of these, I feel like this is going to turn into like a joke too. Yeah. You know, really? Like, yeah. you know, if, you know, if Tevin and I are friends or whatever, and we're both on the app, and he's like, oh, this girl's got just a beak on her, just the biggest nose. <laughs> the biggest beak. You know, you know who'd be funny That's to nice. recommend this to? Right. AJ, and then, like, send it over, and then, you know. Yep, yep. Oh, like, is that what they do? Well, oh, that, yeah. That's what that I'm just imagining, like, uh, how this is going to be spun. Because I'm sure there are going to be people that are like, you know what? I don't see interest that I have with this girl, but I think Tevin might like her because of, you know, she's big into cooking, and I know Tevin's a big mm. cooker and stuff like that. So mm. 
um, you know. Yeah, or like if I knew like AJ didn't like Donald Trump and some girl had a picture of like Donald Trump is in the background or like pro whatever, I'd be like, oh, this would be funny because yeah. I know AJ will hate this and now I'm going to send it his way. Do you know, by the way, when the vote is today, uh, that, that they're saying there's a possibility Tom Emmer could become Speaker of the House, which I think would be a great choice because he's a very centrist kind of guy. Matter of fact, I gotta I gotta track down his number again, give him a call, and have him on the show. Uh, oh, did you talk to Steve Simon yesterday? Uh, I didn't get an opportunity to because I got caught up watching my eight month old friend or eight month old friend, my friend's what eight month old son. Oh, uh, but I will call, I will call him. I will call him today. Yeah, I'd like to get him booked on it because I'd like to get his opinion. Another guy. Now, see, there you go. You got Tom Emmer, who's a Republican, very lim- very even keel. You got Steve Simon who's a Democrat, very even keel. We do have people that can handle this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it just says that at some point this morning they're going to be I've got, voting. I've got some, like, updates, I guess. Representative oh, okay. Allen says he won't vote for Emmer on the floor. That's uh, Rick Allen. He told CNN that he would not vote for him on the floor. Then three minutes ago, Trump's posture on Emmer's speaker bid shifted after his tweet. Former President Donald Trump's uh, posture shifted in the last 12 hours, according to two sources. While there is a lot of fraught between uh, many in the history between allies and Emmer, Trump had privately and publicly indicated he would stay neutral in the speaker race. But Monday morning, um, multiple sources described him as uninvolved and unfocused in the happenings in the House. Um, I guess that shifted a little bit, and he's not been a friend to Trump for the past four or five years. Right. But now he's painting himself as the Trump candidate or Trump whisperer, and it's not just uh, it's not just not true. So, there, what does that mean? I I don't know. It's Trump seemed, whisperer. What is that? It sounds like it's one of those. Hey, we're gonna try to prop you up to get some votes here. So now we have to kind of shift your image to appeal to get the votes needed. Because what do they need? Like two seventeen. Yeah. To yeah. to like get it uh, confirmed and everything like that. So um, I don't know. It, it's, a, it, it's a whole clown show over there right it now. It really the is. Do you think he's too centrist to get elected? Tom, I'll be honest with you. I don't know enough about his politics to have an opinion on that. He's a very, very... Well, again, he is the one that went with Biden on the, uh, the election, and that's why Trump hates him. My biggest connection with him is I actually went to college and worked with his daughter, Katie, oh, okay. um, at St. Cloud. She's incredibly talented. She's actually uh, the in-studio host now for a lot of Valley Sports North stuff. For, oh, really? Like, twins and Timberwolves stuff. Yeah, she's, she's tremendous. Um, but, Tom, I don't know too much about him and his politics. Really nice guy. Played golf with him a couple of times. Really straight ahead. Well, I, I, that's the one problem I got. I'm moving more and more toward the middle uh, you know, I've been a Democrat in my life, been a Republican. I was never, I don't think, too extreme on either side. Yeah. But now the extreme sides of both parties have driven me right back to the center of the earth, which I think is a good thing, actually. Uh, being a centrist, I'm, I, I like that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, that's the way I feel like most people lean anyways. They're, they're just not represented as, like, vocally in, like, the political world. Why right. do you think it is the United States that people, like, you know, of a certain age, younger people. What is with the hating the Jews deal? Where the hell did that come from? I don't know. It, it's like the hating of the Jews and when, like, the Asian hate was oh, the big Asian thing, too. too. Yeah, and I was like, why? Like, what is, what happened where now all of a sudden <laughs> we know, hate this people? Like, why? Why do you hate? Look, I don't know any Palestinians, so I can't say that I hate Palestinians. I don't know any, you know? Right. I, I, I don't hate anybody. I don't like a lot of things that people do. Right. But maybe if we didn't hate one another, we could get back to the center nice. 
That'd be good. Yeah, and especially because hate, it's such a strong emotion. Like, it's not yes. like, what do you mean you hate them? Like, it ruins your day to see yeah. a Jewish person walk down the street? Like, what are you exactly. talking about? Like, it makes no sense. I mean, think about that. Honest to God. I mean, I, I'm not wild about Gail fan, but you know. <laughs> right, but that's Gail fan. It's not because he's <laughs> Jewish. It's... There's just so many other things about yeah. Gelf fans. <laughs> Drag the whole <laughs> argument down, you know. No, I just don't understand where all of a sudden all these colleges have started stabbing Jews right in the back. What the hell is that? Yeah, and a lot of times it's like, well, it's like when Nick Cannon, because you'll get celebrities that will say things, and like Nick Cannon went on a big anti-Jew rant, and it was like he worked for Viacom at the time. And it's like, do you understand who cuts your paycheck? Every exactly. Time, like, it's, like, it's a Jewish person. Like, they're, they're run, that's run by the Jewish community. And I don't understand that. And well, that came up, you know, one of our former coworkers. Oh, they ran these commercials that are very offensive. And I'm gonna, did you cash your paycheck? Oh, yeah, you did. That's right. right. So if you, you have such a position, what are you doing cashing your paycheck? Yeah, and if you want to dig into, like, companies and who's morally does this or doesn't exactly. agree with you politically, have fun. You probably can't even drink water because I'm sure there's somewhere <laughs> along the line <laughs> that that came from somebody that didn't like what you like. You know how hard that position is for me because, I, again, I grew up in a neighborhood that was Catholic, black, and Jewish. Mm -hmm. We all got along great. Everything was wonderful. It was not like we all just gathered together in the street or anything like right. that. We got along just fine. So to, for me to hear all these people, have you ever met a Jew? That's the one question I have for everybody. Do you even know one Jew to be able to say something like you just said? It's disgusting. Right. And especially, like, because me, like, I mean, I've met Jewish people, but, like, Every day walking down the street, it's not. I'm not like, oh, there's a Jew. There's a Jew. There's a, like, <laughs> exactly. it's just yeah. There's like some exactly. person. Oh, that happens to be Jewish. Like just it's calm not. Come on, down, right? Just relax. Everything will be good. Uh, do you know, as a young man, what is driving all this? Uh, no, I would assume that it's like money driven, but yeah, like I, I don't would, understand how the yep. average person makes money off of hating. Anybody else? I don't get it. it like, because if as a corporation, like, I could see if, like, okay, like the billionaire one percent. Okay, we need to get everybody to hate this demographic because somehow it makes us money. Like, okay, yeah, there's puppet masters behind the scenes, but like, as far as like, you know, oh, you work at, you're a waitress at some restaurant mm -hmm. and you hate Jewish people. Like, well, how does that help what? you and benefit you? Yeah, how does it life? exactly? It's it a very good point. Yeah, this needs us. I, I was shocked by starting to read that from our some of our biggest institutions saying very anti-Semitic things. Mm -hmm. I, I just I just don't understand how you can take one side. First of all, you're not even involved in the argument. So yeah. once you shut up, you know, right right from the get. But I just man, I tune in the news and it's this hate the Jews this and tear down. They were tearing down pictures of missing children because they were Jews. Like, people just need to start minding their own business. Like, that when would it doesn't, be really nice. like, there's certain things that happen that, like, have nothing to do with me. And it's like, right. okay, like, like the Palestinian and uh, the conflict that's going on right now, it's like, okay, yeah, you can have an opinion on it, but it's like, I'm not, like, dying on one side or the other because mm -hmm. it really, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't have anything to do with me. You know, I'll give all. you another example. I know tons of Jews where I grew up and in the business and all the rest of it. I know very, very few. I, I don't know if I know any Palestinians. 
I don't know. They didn't no. live here, all the rest of it. So therefore, why would I have an opinion about Palestinians when I don't know any? And especially, like, I don't think that if you put, like, a Palestinian person in front of me and somebody that was in a country, lived in a country neighboring Palestine, mm-hmm. I don't know that I would be able to necessarily tell those two cultures apart. You know what I mean? Like, it's Middle Eastern. That's right. True. Like, like yeah. and it's not, like, and it's just because of my own nativity. Like, I don't know. Like, you... Like, I don't think that the average person could just, like, oh, yep, that's no. a Palestinian, and I hate you because of that, that's as opposed like, to something And else. they got, you know, the this, and they got the that, and they got the different groups. And all. I just don't understand how you can have such a strong opinion about people you don't even know. No. That's got to be difficult, I would think. Yeah. Don't you think? Yep. It'd be and, hard to do. And especially because they're, like, everybody, especially when they live in different parts of the world, are living such a completely different life than you are, and they have a reason for doing Right. Certain things, whether it's to survive or even like in Minneapolis, like if you live downtown compared to YZ, you're going to have a different way of life because you have to do different things to mm-hmm. every day. So, you know, and the only the only there's one caveat to the, my whole argument. I have never cared for Mark Rose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the most unlikable person. Yeah, I, who so. could like Marky Rosen? I just don't get it. Little Marky Rosen. I, I love oh. the fact that people. At the very beginning, Mark is like six foot six. Mark is huge. He's I huge met guy, Mark yeah. Rosen very a couple tall. times, and yeah, he's just ginormous. I uh, said, lock the door. All right. I told AJ to lock the door. He didn't listen to me. I know. I know. Look at that. I was like a mouse in, a, in the, one of those traps, like those mazes trying to find this place. I can't believe. Well, you big baby. You take the elevator, you walk down, take a right. I Everybody, where you lived, <laughs> where I live, I can't find him. I've been walking this circle. <laughs> I, 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 I bet you I walked that circle three times, and I wa- must have really? just walked. Is there a secret tunnel? Am I in a secret tunnel? Yes, you're in a secret tunnel. I'm so sorry. Well, you guys were having a serious conversation. No, and I this just, is perfect. No, we just don't. It's not a serious conversation, I, Mary. It's a situation where I just, if you don't even know someone, how can you hate them? Yeah, makes no sense. I don't know. I go by love everybody until they um, do something to your car. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mary Mack with us. God, it's good to see you after it's, all. It's been three years. It's been so long, and I, I was so excited to come in today, well, and I'm, I'm not around much, and I just want to say thank you. I brought you guys a couple of T-shirts. I only have two sizes left, so I was like, oh, well, I don't shot. know. Somebody, They're both extra small. Somebody, <laughs> I just was like, this is um, unusual because I'm like just – busy 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 like as you all are and to be in town and i'm getting a lot done today i got i get to do do the tom bernard podcast and i get to and then i'm going to see a friend for lunch that never happens and then I, nice. i'm doing uh mm, i hope to god it's the final fixes of recording session time for my cartoon and i i i say that but i'm gonna knock on wood because they're gonna come up with more pickups to do i'm sure how, how long you been on that show now um well it's they're gonna put out their fifth season so God. yes i'm so happy so uh solar opposites is what it's called and i i i don't know uh you know you never know what happens with 
that stuff, but it's how I get my health insurance. So I really, <laughs> really, it's how Tim gets his health insurance. How's so, he doing, by the way? Yeah, he says hello. Tell he him to get his excited. ass in here. He, he, w- he would love to. I He was so excited I was going to see you guys and the dogs. So. <laughs> yep. Uh, Daisy. Yeah, Daisy. Oh, gosh. So. So yeah, I just what the new digs? How how long you guys been in here? Three years. Three. Or is years? it three or four years, Andy? Hmm. I guess three years, isn't it? It's I think three. I believe that's probably yeah. true. Yeah, because we were downtown right yeah. above Acme before. Yeah. For a long time. Man, there's a lot of parking <clears throat> here. There's a lot of parking out on this yeah. side of town. <laughs> they got no parking down by Acme no. anymore, do you? Yeah. Well, they. You know, people are afraid of that lot. So actually, I. There's that always, lot? Yeah, that little lot. People, for some reason, don't want to park. I think because really? the machine is always broken. Oh, and yeah. I go by it. the rule for the parking machine. If it's broken, they can't tow you. And so far, I've been real lucky, and I've yeah. been getting quite a bit of free parking. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, making all this dough. Now she wants free yeah. parking. I know. I per- want, perks of the job. I want, my, I want my free parking. So, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I'm very happy to see you guys. So tell me how this all happened with you now, Big Shot TV oh, star. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not a big shot. I guess. I said you I, are. I think oh, so. That's kind. That's <laughs> kind. I yeah. I don't. It's just comedy. People hear your voice and then, uh, you know how you start out in entertainment. You're a young person, and I'm not a young person anymore. But they always say, "Oh, oh yeah, you got to do like this." 31? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll be 31 forever. Um, but you know they. They say, oh, you got to do this for, you want people to hear you and see you. And it usually never really pans out for Mm -hmm. people. But I've been really fortunate where people have heard me or seen me on a show and will remember me. Like a show you're not, you're probably losing money on. And then I I just have angels where they're, they do remember me. And and then they offer me auditions and I've been lucky enough to, to get a few of those auditions, you know. So um, that's really when somebody says it's for exposure. I'm one of the few cases where it actually worked out. <laughs> no, and it's a wonderful. Yeah. And you don't have to deal with any SAG after stuff, do you? I do, I do, but, but they're not strike because I didn't SAG, think so, yeah. SAG after on the where they really need to strike. They, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry to talk about my union like this, but they're the dumbest union in the country. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a member forever. Uh, oh yeah, I mean it's like my brothers are in the pipe fitter union. They never would. Do it like we need to do it like the auto workers union does it. Oh, you're not going to give us this? Mm-hmm. Well, here's another 8,000 people out of this plant on strike. You know, it's mm-hmm. like uh, we're doing it backwards, we're doing it like, um, you know, just trickling in more and more people allowed to work. Well, that doesn't, that's not how. Right, that's like the opposite effect. Yeah, we need to, to do, do this yeah. mob style. We need to oh, be more well. mafios about it <laughs> and say, hey, you don't want us, then here's this, this, like they just took out that other Michigan plant. They're not working. Mm, right. And so now people are going to start losing money. I know. And people, but the big people will start losing some money too. Mm-hmm. So they, they hopefully will do something about it. How many strikes are there right now? How many different jobs are striking now? Yeah. Everybody's on strike. <clears throat> I think we're Seems actually like thinking it. about going on strike. What, what's, your, what's your union? Oh, I'm my me. I'm my union. Yeah, I have no. I'm not in any. He's going on strike against me. No, yeah, I'm just going to strike. Yeah, the Tom Bernard show. (laughs) Got Mary Mack in studio. Now they're going on strike. I I just got here and I'm 
already on strike. Way to go. Uh, yeah, well, you know, you got the writers' union got what they wanted because they're the brains behind the operation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the actors without the writers, that's not going to go so well. Right, yep. But but luckily, I'm hoping they do because um, animators might go on strike. And that means, you know how much content there is, animation content? So um, that would actually maybe get some results. But, but, um, I mean, seriously, it's like Netflix and Hulu, they're the most popular ways to see Mm -hmm. a movie or to see a show, to see a show. And then the royalties, they're basically non-existent royalties from from that. So it's like... uh, where their zag seems to do things to protect the people who already have money, who don't I really agree. need that much money. I agree. Like oh, fe- features and and all this and, and network people, like they're they're like getting they're doing pretty good if you're a big you've been at it a while and you're a big time actor. But the people like me who are playing like you know car number five and. Uh, this this <laughs> this um, video game or whatever, and uh, there you, there's no royalties on that. And then the streaming royalties, uh, even though it's the most viewed uh, platform, it's barely it's barely anything. So mm-hmm. so yeah. And I I feel like my contract is pretty decent, right? Like my the people I work for are very fair, and um, but there's a lot of people who don't have the the good contract to start with. So. They're just blowing their voice out and not getting anything on the replays. I'm going to mm. grab a tissue real quick. Sorry. No. I'm not crying. No, you made her tear up. It's I'm all true. I finally saw Tom again. I'm <laughs> weeping. That's what it is. My old buddy. I was trying to think, just very quickly. The last time we were together was in the studio over at the Itasca building. That was several years ago, a few yeah. years ago. Yep. And there was you. There were about seven of us at at the table. This table, as a matter of fact, and somebody said something, and I I can't remember who it was, but you went, "What?" <laughs> I will never forget that. You're like, "What the so, hell are you talking sometimes about?" Sometimes the up north comes out, no matter <laughs> <laughs> no That's matter true. how hard you try to keep it in. But yeah, it. I've been on your show with so many interesting people. The one that I was really sad to miss was, um, do you still have, does Rocco Mediate still live in the area? Yeah, does he, he still, still lives around here. Yeah, I was like such a big Rocco Mediate oh, fan. Really? On, that was the only reason I would ever watch the golf because of those, he wears all these fashions. Oh, yes, he like, does. I know no about that. Cool belt. Hey, he's got his so, own show on Sirius XM now. Oh, cool. I have to tell Tim that. Yeah. Yep, he does. Yeah, we were big fans. and Tim, I'd call him and have yeah. him on right now, but he's probably not awake at 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> God, yeah, Rocco's very, very busy now. He's uh, he's doing a Sirius XM show. He's got all kinds of stuff. I haven't seen him in a long time. Oh, cool. I haven't seen anybody he's in a long time since because yeah. of COVID. Yeah, exactly, but it's so cool that he has that, that show. It's like him and then a couple of those other golfers are such characters. The mm-hmm. <laughs> Phil Mickelson videos oh, and all yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. those videos. They're like the like the older people that like discovered like TikTok and yeah, Instagram type of yeah, thing, and yeah. like, oh, well, now I gotta make mm. these videos and be cool and trendy. Yeah, yeah. So I I I think I'm watching like videos like that more than I am watching actual television. I'm like, first the dog vi- first obsession is dog videos on Instagram, 
and then, and then like, how did, uh, I'm not a, I'm, for how little I play golf, it's amazing how many golf videos I watch. Uh, I, uh, Phil Mickelson, where you hit a golf ball one direction and it goes behind you, instead oh, yeah. it goes the other yep. way with that mm-hmm. spin. Yep. I was like, oh, someday, Tim. Out of a bunker. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I think I know what Dad was talking about. What was that? But you say yeah. the, the Korean barbecue. Oh, right? Korean barbecue is phenomenal. Are they the yeah. ones that eat dog? What? Who's the racist <laughs> now? Oh, I I remember that. Who's Andy, the racist now? Oh, we're getting there. Yep. Oh, no. You got to play it again because we you got to hear the last Mary Mac line. Oh, no. It's wonderful. Can so do. But you say yeah. the, the Korean That's barbecue. Philip Wall. Oh, Korean barbecue is phenomenal. Are they the ones that eat dog? What? Who's the racist now? <laughs> <laughs> What a great voice he's got. I'm pretty sure that was like almost, that has to have been like eight years ago. Yeah, it was about eight years ago probably. It was a long time ago. Yeah, time goes faster and faster, doesn't it? It sure does. It's just amazing. Until you have a cold, then it slows way down. Andy's got a cold. That's hard. That's hard. I... You guys are going, no, I, I commiserate with it because you guys are on every day, all day, and doing your thing, and then, like, luckily, I'm not on every day, all day, so if I get sick, I got, my odds are pretty good that I don't have to go on the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But you guys don't, can't get out of it. I so. just love, to this day, that was probably, you're right, seven, eight years ago, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> try so hard to tamp it down. <laughs> the greatest. I try, I try to keep it inside, but sometimes it comes out. Now, how long do you have today? Um, I I gotta get scooting by eleven, but but um. Perfect. Timing. Yeah, yeah, because I got a lot of questions. No, because <laughs> no, Catherine comes over. in to do the family show starts at eleven oh five now, so you can see on the way out. On the way out. Okay, cool. I, you know what? One of the, my favorite things in life is seeing your wife and your daughter. Just show up randomly mm-hmm. at a, a, like they'll just be at a charity event, yep. and then I'm always like, oh my gosh, Alex, where did you get that outfit? Because she's oh, yeah. she's really savvy at like she really looks good. She she knows what looks good, and I and then I never write it down of where she got something, and she even knows places where you can rent clothes. That's but true. But I see them at the dog charity show. We do this. Um, spay and neuter deal and I don't know where it's at this year but it's so cool to run into familiar faces when for, you come into a situation you're like I don't know how this is I'm going to make this work right. out and then you see somebody you know and then it's all okay again <laughs> it is we, uh, we got to take a quick I'm really happy you're going to be here until 11 because I know Catherine and Alex is not coming in today she's, she's an assistant teacher now oh god in a, in yeah. a, at uh, grade school well it makes a lot of sense she's got the a good personality yeah. for it so that's great yeah that's true we'll take a very quick break be right back now when Kristen Burt comes on she's going to do entertainment news so the two of you doing entertainment news should be great she's gonna make fun of me I, no, I'm out of the gonna... loop totally out of the loop <laughs> I don't know I'm, I, I still don't I don't know who anybody is anymore but I'll do my best it's gonna be the greatest because during the whole thing I'm gonna keep going what yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be wonderful we'll be right back Kristen Burt joins us this is the Tom Bernard morning show Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. 
And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them, or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. It's Tom Bernard for Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. I'm happy to say I purchased an EV Mustang from Flagship and have friends and co-workers who bought new vehicles and used ones from this family-run dealership that's just 20 minutes west of the metro in Baldwin. Whether you want to compare their used car specials, claim Ford financing options, or simply book an oil change or tire rotation, they have you covered at Flagship Ford. New vehicles like the Ford Escape, the Edge, or F-150 pickups with special engine options. Flagship Ford can answer all your questions on your next new vehicle. The month of October is Tire Month at Flagship Ford. Fit your tires for your specific vehicle, any model car, truck, or SUV, and get your tires before the snow flies, just $5 over cost. That's a purchase of four new tires with a $70 rebate gift card on top of the $5 over cost on most brands of tires. Flagship Ford, east of the metro in Baldwin, Wisconsin, and online at FlagshipFord.com. That's FlagshipFord.com. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. 
We are back, ladies and gentlemen. We got Tevin in studio. We got Andy in studio. We got Mary Mack in studio and Kristen Burt on the line. What's Live up? in my closet from Los Angeles. In your closet from Los Angeles. <laughs> Having the two of you, I, I don't think the two of you, the two of you ever been on together before? We have not. I didn't no. think so. I'm excited to learn more about pop culture, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I usually have to come out of the woods to, you know, get supplies. So this is going to be quite educational for me. <laughs> well, this is good. I mean, we could be here all day and, and Tom will probably take a nap if we talk too much No. <laughs> Sometimes he's like, don't mention that name. But th today is a very big day, actually, for celebrity memoirs and pop culture books. I'm sure everyone has seen the headlines about Britney Spears, The Woman and Me. But John Stamos also has a memoir coming out today. There's a great look back at Ryan's Hope, the classic soap opera. And this one, I think, is the most interesting, and it's not getting enough buzz. Opposable Thumbs, How Siskel and Ebert Changed Movies Forever. Oh, God, yeah. And I feel like their work and their film criticism, which completely changed the entertainment industry in the game, um, I think this is the book to get. Because we've already read the entire Britney Spears book without even holding it because every headline has yeah. filled the beans on that story. That is now, Chris, I have to ask you a question. How long can you be on today? Um, I can be on as long as you need me. Well, because Jim McMahon's coming on at 10.30, so I'd love to hear Mary Mack and Kristen Burt interviewing <laughs> Jim McMahon, legendary quarterback. This is going to be phenomenal. You know what my question's going to be? What? What are your thoughts on Travis and Trey? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I like that. And I want to be also like, hey, I finally know what a tight end is in football, thanks to Taylor Swift. So yeah, that's true. I've yeah. had to type Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey more times yeah. than you can possibly imagine in the you, past few weeks. You know what's funny is I he's a really good actor. I didn't know that guy was a football player. I saw some commercial he was in. I don't oh, yeah, even know what it was in, for. Yeah, he is in a commercial. And you know what? The commercial was really good and I was like, oh, that's a really that guy's a really good actor. He I mean like they they did a great job, and then I and then I, I I also found out who he was because of Taylor Swift. He so, hosted yeah. Saturday Night Live already, and wow. I, he's got some good comedic timing. So if he's looking for his post football yeah, career, does. I think Hollywood has a wide open door if he's interested. Yeah. Well, before he started dating Taylor Swift, he had his reality dating show that he was on, oh. Catching Kelsey. Oh. Uh, so yeah. So he's not uh, oh. one to shy away from the limelight no at all. I had no idea. Yeah. See, yeah. He's got some practice. And I think he's in a Pfizer, like, pro-vaccine yeah, commercial. Like, he, pro -vaccine caught, commercial. He caught a little bit of flack for that from people because they're yeah. like, whatever, the vaccine's always a touchy subject. But, mm -hmm. yeah, so he's everywhere. Wait, did you just say Taylor Swift is dating Jim McMahon? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer, or whatever the hell his name is. Kelsey <laughs> Grammer would be even weirder. Yeah. That'd be even weirder. You're absolutely oh, right. But that would, she's totally Kelsey's type. He loves blondes. So. Oh, well. <laughs> and he likes him younger. So are you his current wife better watch out. Are you loving his new show? Because I think it's the new Frasier is terrific. It's fantastic. And I, you know, I was telling you all that week, you're going to watch it. And you're like, no, 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 no. And I was like, I promise you. <laughs> 
this is one of the reboots that is done extremely well. And I think it, it helps is. when you have the original creators and when people don't try and reinvent the wheel. Like, what did we love about Frasier? That is what you need to deliver mm -hmm. and when it comes to nostalgia. Because if you start having them do too many things that are outside of the character, and that's mm -hmm. what the problem is with And Just Like That, which is the Sex in the City reboot. They have the characters doing things that don't make any sense. And I think it's why people hate watch it versus love watch it like people are doing with Frasier. Yeah. I, it, seriously, I'm glad you steered me that direction because it's very, very good. There's no question about that. It's some really good television now. Good. Um, what channel is the, is the new Frasier on? Paramount Plus. Yep. Paramount Plus. CBS. That was on CBS originally, wasn't it, I think? Uh, it was an NBC property oh, originally, NBC. but it was owned okay. by Paramount. So it was one of those oh, kind of confusing okay. things. We've yeah. had mergers along the way. They did air the first two episodes of Frasier on CBS, just kind of as a little push to get people to subscribe to Paramount Plus. Wow. Smart, smart, smart. What other shows? There's another show on Paramount Plus that I really uh, have been wanting to get. Now that I know of two shows I want to see, I'll actually subscribe, right? It takes two shows. Two shows. Two shows, that's it. Well, I'll tell that's, you what, That's though, your Mary. limit. You're like, two and I'm in. Yep, that's, that's right. That's right. And mm. anytime I want to watch Deadwood again, I go up onto HBO. I love that. I loved that Deadwood show so much. Yeah, we were talking about this yesterday. Just, um, it's going to reach a point where we had talked about free ad-supported television, how that's going to actually eclipse subscription television. But what are those networks you're always going to keep? I feel like HBO is going to be one. Families Disney Plus is going to be one. And Netflix, which is kind of just the originator of this whole streaming format, is probably also going to survive. And I think Hulu is excellent, too. Hulu is one of my yeah. personal favorites. Yeah, I like I like a lot of shows on Hulu. I, I don't really watch my own show, but I enjoy other people's. <laughs> I don't like my own show. <laughs> it's hard to watch yourself because I think that is often. Um, I think it'd be weird. Where people have challenges. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> Ralph Basham just walked oh, in the yeah. studio as well. We got the, we got the full load. It's like the Brady Bunch. All the yeah. squares just continue to grow. <laughs> That's right. There'll be nine of them at the end. It'll be unbelievable. I know. I, like on Tuesdays especially, all of a sudden it's like 12 people. You blink. I, you, have, you have the center square of Hollywood Square. You do. Yeah. <laughs> and Kristen, you mentioned Britney Spears' memoir earlier. I saw a headline where she like kind of dived into her 55-hour marriage. I guess I was unaware that she was ever married for just 55 hours. What's the backstory behind all of that and how deep does she go into that? Well, here's the interesting thing. She was married to a childhood friend. They went to Vegas and they got caught up in that like, hey, let's get married. Mm -hmm. um, ironically, his name is Jason Alexander. And so Jason Alexander from Seinfeld had to be like, I did not marry Britney Spears. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and of course, her team freaked out about this. I mean, it was such an impulsive decision. But the guy walked away with about $400,000 just to get out of there. And, you know, because they obviously had the marriage annulled. Mm -hmm. But for someone who was only married to her for 55 hours, <laughs> that's kind of a nice payday. I would marry Britney Spears for... I would divorce Tim and marry Britney Spears <laughs> for 55 hours if I could get $400,000. Are you kidding me? It's like a reality yeah, show. And then get remarried to your husband like the right. next day. Oh, my Fine. gosh. We, yeah, I totally... Please count me in when you run that program. I would, just, I would just go over to St. George. 
not divorce my wife, marry Britney Spears, have polygamy, <laughs> and just have cash polygamy. it all in. Yeah. Have polygamy. It's a spiritual <laughs> marriage. That's yeah. right. That's a polygamy thing. Jim McMahon on the phone. Ladies and gentlemen, legendary Jim McMahon with us. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Good morning. Nice talking to you, young man. Jim McMahon calling this morning, joining the Vikings. Great. Tommy, I just went to a, a hockey game on Saturday night with Tommy Kramer. I got to tell you, Jim, I, I think the world of that guy. I What a nice man. Yeah, he's he's always been a lot of fun. It was great to play against him and, and to get to know him over the years. Uh, it's been great. I'm looking forward to seeing him. Oh, yeah, no question about that. But uh, it's a big thing. Jim joining the Vikings, great uh, quarterback. Tommy Kramer, it is Friday night, Route 47 Event Center in Fridley. It's on University Avenue for a ticketed event of fun and music with Tom Petty tribute band Free Fallen. Tickets uh, are as low as 15 bucks a person. You can get yours at TommyKramer9.com. That's TommyKramer9.com. Details about what's going on there is available at uh, TommyKramer9.com as well. Jim McMahon with us. Jim, that just amazes me as I look back. The Super Bowl, it seems like it was about four or five years ago, Jim, but it was a little longer than that. Yeah, it's... uh... Damn near 40. Because <laughs> my oldest daughter was only a year and a half at the time, and my son had just been born. Uh, he was probably less than a year as well. So, um, And now my oldest daughter's 40, so it's been quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on with you, Jim? Everything's good in life, I'm hoping? Well, it's, uh, I've been dealing with a bad foot for the last two years, actually. Ooh, God. Uh, I had a, just a very simple surgery. I played on a broken ankle for years. They kept telling me it yeah. wasn't broke. Yep. And so I got to the point I couldn't walk anymore. So they basically just shaved a little bone off my ankle, took a couple bone spurs out, and uh, a week later my foot exploded from an infection. So I had two more emergency surgeries, Jesus. and then uh, they talked about cutting my leg off. They, they saved the leg. I've had six surgeries since uh, in the last 23 months, So it's, and I'm still not walking. So it's been hell. <laughs> oh my God, Jim! And this, yeah. you I've know, been complaining the, about my one surgery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had six. Yeah, uh, this is the most simple one I've ever had. You know, I had nineteen prior to this, and uh, never had a problem, never had an infection, and, and I think it's all this gain of function research these fools are doing. You know, it's, penicillin doesn't work anymore, so they've got all these <laughs> super bugs. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, and and back in like '85 when you guys were making your Super Bowl run, the the answer was always, oh, just rub some dirt on it and get back yeah. out there." Oh and play. yeah, yeah. Tape an aspirin to it, and you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole deal. Now, Kristen and Mary Macker in studio with us. Well, Kristen's in Los good Angeles. Good morning. Good morning. Mary, you said you had a question for Jim. McMahon. Oh, I do. I actually have two. Oh, questions. you have two questions. Okay, Kristen first. Yeah, um, I ha- well, I'll start with the nostalgia question, actually, first, because um, do you have any great memories of you guys filming Super Bowl Shuffle? Yes. Because I can still oh, yeah. yep. recite, we're not here to cause any trouble. We're just doing the Super Bowl Shuffle. Yeah. Like, I still remember that. Yeah, unfortunately, that won't go away. <laughs> but, uh, I'm sorry to remind you of it. I was going to say, I don't it- have any... I don't have any memories of filming it. Well, I did, Walter Payton and I didn't go to the filming, actually. Oh. Oh. Um, because when this thing was, was brought to us, it said, look, we're going to go, we're going to make a record, a record. This is what they told us. And <laughs> the proceeds, 
the proceeds were going to go and feed the homeless for Thanksgiving and Christmas, which we thought was a good thing for Chicago. So we agreed to do a record. And so we all did our, the guys that had speaking parts, we went into a studio, did our, did our deal. And then about two weeks after that, they came to us and said, oh, now we have to do a video. Oh, God. And we're like, no, that wasn't part of the deal. <laughs> And this and is the height so, of the MTV generation, just to throw that out there. Right. And, and uh, we're in the, we're still had five games to go. You know, oh. we did, the season wasn't even over yet. Oh, God. And so, uh, and then they decide to film this thing the day after we lose our only game that year on a Monday night in Miami. Oh. And so we get home probably three or four in the morning from Miami. The guys had to be at the studio at eight or nine. They were there, I think, for about eight hours. And Walter and I didn't go. And so they came to us about another week after that and said, okay, if you guys don't do your parts, we're going to have to sue you. Oh, God. Like, oh, God. Wow. Oh, this is some serious tea. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff happened behind the scenes people don't know about. Yeah, well, we're... So what you see on that screen is a pissed off white man doing his thing. <laughs> <laughs> after practice. I'm so glad I asked. <laughs> After practice one day in the racquetball court at Hallis Hall. That's where Walter and I did our whatever we did. And so that's why we're superimposed. That's why we're not in the in that line of all those guys with the rhythm. Yeah, um, yeah it was uh, it was crazy, you know. And then as you know, people still bring it up. I mean, you know, at the time it was like I said, we had five five games left in the season, so it was pretty ballsy. But yeah. uh, it turned out pretty good. Yeah, and was there any, like, reservations from any of your teammates to do it? Because athletes are very superstitious, and to, like, film essentially a we're going to the Super Bowl song in the middle of the season is like, a, hey, we don't want to jinx the run we're going on. Was there any reservations to doing it? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of guys that said, hell no, we're not doing that. And, yeah. Uh, I was very surprised that uh, the guys that did it, I mean, Mike Singletary, for one, you know, Mike was, <laughs> Mike was, well, I mean, he was very, you know, he was a very, he still is a very religious guy. And he, mm -hmm. he's, uh, you know, very studious and, and he was all about football and to, to take the time out to do that was, was, I thought was pretty cool of him. And like I said, it, it turned out great, but it could have, it could have, you know, could have been worse. Yeah. Now you're part of pop culture history. <laughs> well, we did get a, we did get a gold record and a platinum video. So yeah. well, that's we, cool. we got that going for us. <laughs> yeah. Honest to God. Kristen, you had one more question? Oh, I did. Okay, and this is the timely one that everyone can't stop talking about. We need to know your thoughts on Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have any thoughts on it. I mean, I, Good I know my old friend Andy Reid is, their co is uh, Travis's coach. That's all I pretty much know about that. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't follow all that. I don't keep up with that. <laughs> that was good. That was, you know, that was called uh, like kind of doing a little uh, shuffle there. No, I don't pay attention to that. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, <laughs> Super Bowl shuffled your way the right Super around Bowl that shuffle. question. Well, no yeah, comment. I'm not, is a big, comment. I'm not a big fan. I don't watch. I try not to watch any games, and it's just. Uh, I got way more other things to do. I got six grandkids now. I get God. to see one of them. Or my youngest grandson, he actually uh, moved up to Minnesota a couple months ago. Oh, uh, my son's wife is from Minnesota, so 
I'll get to see them. And, uh, yeah, their baby was born in December, my youngest uh, of six grandkids. So it'd be nice to see him and try to hold him up. He's a pretty big kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, it's so funny you bring that up, Jim, because I have three grandkids now, seven, five, and two, and you want to talk. If there is a God, God sent them to me because I just love my grandkids. My children, too, don't get me wrong, but grandkids are very special. Yeah, yeah, they're great. My my kids, I, I was very fortunate. I've got two girls and two boys, and uh, I've never had a problem with my kids. And, um, you know, the grandkids I don't get to see very often. I've, one of the grandkids lives here in Arizona. Uh, my oldest daughter lives here. And then the other two, my other daughter lives in California with her two boys. And mm-hmm. then my other son, my oldest son is in Chicago still with a girl and a boy. And then my youngest son is now in Minnesota. So. I don't get to see them as often as I'd like. I got to see them all, and they were all together in July up in Lake Tahoe, which was nice. Got to see Beautiful. them all together there. And so, uh, yeah, the, it's, it's great when you get to see them. Get them all riled up and send them home. So, yeah. <laughs> get them riled and send them home. Now, uh, the very highly rated uh, interviewer, Mary Mack, is in studio <laughs> with us as well. Mary, how many TV shows you got now? Two, you said? Uh, yeah. Yeah, too, but I it's no Super Bowl shuffle, I'll tell you that. No, I, it's not, okay. I, I was a great big fan. Like We would do the Super Bowl shuffle in school, but what I want to know is, was Wildcats, remember Wildcats, Goldie Hawn, Wild, you, you're too young. No, the, There's a football movie at the same time, same year as the Super Bowl shuffle. Really? Goldie I Hawn. remember that movie. You remember, yeah, was, was that first before the Super Bowl shuffle, or was that inspired by the Super Bowl shuffle? Because they did their own kind of take on that that uh Super Bowl shuffle came first. It did. So you guys inspired that whole movie because they closed with their own version of Super Bowl. Yeah, Wildcats <laughs> was eighty six actually, so uh yeah, well, they had them beat by a, a year. Teams, a lot of teams since have tried some of that. Did a couple videos and I don't know how successful they were, but Well yeah, well the Vikings yeah, had we're, the... we're very fortunate. Yeah. Do you ever think of starting your own TikTok channel, Mr. Jim? <laughs> Mr. Jim, I like that. No, I'm, I try to stay off all that social media. I'm, I'm so glad that that wasn't around when we were playing. Yeah, uh, something else. Something you're actually else better yeah. off not being on social media. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Jim is kind I've, of interesting. I've got somebody that takes care of my son. Used to do that for me, and I, I don't know who does it now. Well, I do, but I'm, I barely, I'm rarely on it. You know, I look yeah. through that. Uh, what is it? Instagram once in a while. And, but other than that, yeah, it's, you know, it's just a waste of time for me. You got you and I have that in common because I don't go on social media at all because I found out telling everybody who, who reached out to you to go F themselves got old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what my son told me when I started looking at it. He goes, Dad, you know, people are going to say things. Like, yep. They've been saying things my whole life. It doesn't really bother me. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I just... Uh, I know you only got a couple more minutes with us, but I, I wanted to. And again, I, this is just a personal thing. I got nothing against the the fridge, refrigerator, Perry, but I still think Walter Payton should have been given that touchdown. What do you think? Well, I've been asked that question a lot over the years. I bet. I always yeah. tell them the same. It's just uh, New England's whole focus that week was <clears throat> we stop Walter Payton, we win. Yep. Yep. And they did a they did a good job of of containing Walter. You know we. He carried the ball, I think, over 25 times. Mm-hmm. Um, we gave it to him down on the goal line a few times. But like I said, their whole focus was we stop them, we win. And that's 
I don't. I think we could have gave it to him a hundred times. I don't know if he he would have scored. Yeah. Okay. Just because of the focus they had, you know, I tell people look at the first play of the second half. I think we were backed up on our four yard line, and we run a play action pass, and I, it was not even a good fake to Walter. And there's, there's about six guys chasing him. <laughs> and uh, you know, Willie was going up the middle of the field, and I underthrew it about a yard, or he he probably would have went ninety six for a touchdown, but. That's the kind of uh, influence he had on the game. I mean, he made everybody else around him better because mm-hmm. all their focus was uh, was on Walter. Everybody else had a pretty big day because of that. I, I did. He was, ch- he was hurt for. He was hurt about it. I didn't really know. Yeah. How, yep. you know, upset he was for years. You know, I talked to Matt Suey, who was probably his closest friend. Sure. And then also his son Jared, and and they said, yeah, he was he was really bummed. And I'm like, I I was I couldn't understand it because you know the game was a blowout. Uh, I would have much rather thrown two or three touchdown passes than, than run a couple in. Uh, but I was just happy we got a win. You know? Sure, That's, that was that was the focus of the of the whole team that year was just win the Super Bowl. So Jim, the and one it wasn't pro- like we went away. You know, the next year we were fourteen and two. Right, mm-hmm. and we, were, we were pretty damn good. And unfortunately, we lost. We had home field advantage the next three years, and uh, we lost at home three years in a row in the playoffs. So that was very unfortunate for that team. No question about it, but I tell you, Jim, uh, I'm very, very ha- happy to have you on, especially with Kristen and Mary being in studio, everybody that's here. Uh, you were one of those guys, you had a job, and you focused on it, and you did your job, and I remember watching you as a much younger man at that time, Jim, but I always admired your work ethic. You were there, it was all about doing the job, and you got it done, Jim, no doubt about it. Well, I when I could play, I mean, hell, I was I was hurt most of my career, but God. Uh, we did we did have a fairly decent year. The year I was up in Minnesota. We went to the playoffs anyway. We had a we had a shot, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed playing. I, I did. You know, I got to play for seven teams. Got to play with a lot of great players. Uh, you know, some some good coaches, some not so good. But you know, I had a great I had a good time. Fifteen years. You know, I I could have played longer, but I I promised my oldest daughter because we moved everywhere I went uh, after Chicago. We <clears throat> my family moved with me for six months, mm-hmm. and then they would always go back to uh, to Chicago after Christmas break and go back to their other schools. I promised her that when she got to high school that I'd quit, and then we'd all stay in one place, and and uh, you can all graduate from the same place because I, I had to move in high school, which really sucked. I mean, I, oh, I was yeah. a junior in high school. Yeah. I went from California to Utah, which was quite a culture shock. And uh, I was starting as a sophomore in California, so I want you know all the coaches wanted me to stay. My uh, my older brother actually got to stay in California and finish out his senior year. And since I had two years left, and my dad said I'm not leaving two boys in California. Uh, I, I had a younger brother and three younger sisters as well. So he goes, yeah. I've got to. I've got to go to Utah. So that's how I ended up there. God, I think it's so wonderful that you were of every at the time NFC North a team except for Detroit. Would the, did Detroit get mad you didn't come and play with them as well? Well, <laughs> I always like playing against Detroit. We never lost to them. <laughs> there's, your, there's your answer. Yeah. Okay. I guess they're doing pretty good this year. Yeah. yeah got from what I heard, against, they, yeah. they had a pretty good. I guess they got spanked yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, but yep. yeah, it's true. But other than that, yeah, 
All right. Anybody with a, a, a closing question? Yeah, yeah I, I wanted. To, I wanted to ask. Have you, there's a there's a restaurant that when you joined the team in Chicago, uh, Sweetwater was uh, there. And if you ever got over there, did you ever run into uh, Sid Luckman because he was uh, involved with that uh, group as friends? Yeah, actually, I knew Sid uh, when I first moved to Chicago. My attorney at the time uh, had known Sid for quite a while, and so I got to spend many many uh, dinners with Sid and. Uh, what a good dude. Yeah. Did, did, uh, my wife at the time was a close friend of Sid Luckman's, and uh, particularly his girlfriend. Her, her name was Lindsay Kolb at the time. Yeah, yeah that, that was, uh, yeah, and she spent a lot of time with Sweetwater and a lot of time with uh, Sid and vacationing with him and his girlfriend in Miami and everything. Yeah, they were a great man, great, great man. Yes, good people. Hell of a player, too. Yeah, no question. Yeah, and then the only question that I had was, so obviously Dick Buckus was before your time, but he's a Chicago legend, and obviously he just recently passed away. Did you have any run-ins with him or spend any, get to spend any time and get to know him at all? Yeah, I got to know Dick pretty well. He was he actually did the uh, the radio for the Bears for a couple of years when I was there. And so uh, and then I've seen him at different events over the years. So, yeah, he just, uh, he was one of the best, if not the best. I mean, he played the position the way you're supposed to. <laughs> I mean, tough, no, tough man. No yeah. question about it. Uh, Jim, in closing, let me just say that I I, uh, I was very lucky on Saturday night I went to a hockey game, except for Buddy Becker showed up. I mean, that was the only downside, <laughs> you know. But no, Buddy showed well, up. Buddy's everywhere. Everybody knows Buddy. <laughs> Everybody knows Buddy. Buddy's a good guy. But he, oh, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him too. Yeah, Tommy Kramer came to the game, and it was so great. It was something else because he's standing out in the hallway at the uh, Minnesota Wild uh, hockey game, and I walked up and he stuck his hand out and I said, "No, no, no!" I gave him this big hug, and just to be able to hug Tommy Kramer, he is one of the nicest men, just laid back. He's such a great guy. Yeah, a lot of fun. Jim, you're the best of. I'm one of the best of all time in my view. I'll tell you that. I just loved your attitude toward the game. You wouldn't put up with any BS. I remember I, many, many years ago I interviewed you on a different show, and one of my sidekicks asked you this really stupid question. You went, what are you asking me that for? Shut up. I will never forget. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great. Mr. McMahon, thank you for your time, sir. And I will run down the, uh, the stats again. Uh, here's the deal. Jim uh, is joining uh, Vikings great Tommy Kramer, quarterback Tommy Kramer, just talking about him. And it's this Friday night at Route 47 Event Center in Fridley on University Avenue uh, for a ticketed event night of fun, music, with uh, Tom Petty tribute band Free Fallen. Tickets are as low as $15 a person, and you can get yours at TommyKramer9.com. Details about what's going on there is available at TommyKramer9.com, too. I tell you, Jim, just to hear that you were going to call in this morning. Love talking to legends, pal. Uh, no problem. I, I enjoyed it. I look forward to coming up back to Minnesota and meeting some of the people that uh, I got to play for. It is terrific. Come back soon, sir. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Jim McMahon, lady. You know what's so funny about that? Uh-oh. Here's the shovel. <laughs> I got you to be on the shovel. I, no I just throw my body all over the field. I can't dance, but I can throw the field. I motivate the cats I like to tease. I play so cool, I aim to please. That's why you all got here on the double to catch me doing the Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> he hated it.
and, hated it. And now knowing that he was yeah. like, I do not want to do this makes it so much better. He, he had does. to do it. They were going to sue him yeah. if he didn't do it. His own team's wow. going to sue him. Yeah. What's your motivation? Everybody needs to go back and watch because now you can see all of his angst. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's, he's, he's right at two minutes. So two minutes. There you yeah. go. Mm. We got to take a quick break. You guys can all come back to just close out the show in about mm-hmm. five minutes. Is that all right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, we'll be right back. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life? that's worth the lives of others. I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention, value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With my Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the Brad, Sean, Bryant. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Bird's still with us. That was very nice of you to hang out for that extra time. I didn't know you were such a big Jim McMahon fan. Um, I know nothing about football, but I know a lot about pop culture, and so when they cross over, I at least know that. And it all worked out. I thought it was terrific. Now, cool. Mary Mack being with us, what's on your agenda, sister? Uh, I am going to be at Acme, and I think it's my eighth public album, Acme Comedy Company, uh, November 8th through 11th, and I'm recording an album, and if I can fit a couple cameras in there, we'll we'll make some video, so... Um, but that's that's on my brain, and um, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, and the more people that listen, the sooner I can quit. So that's always <laughs> great. that's always my goal. <laughs> 
I've, yeah, I've, I've only been doing comedy for like, I've been wanting to quit comedy for like 22 years and I've only been doing it for 20. So I came in, I came in burnt out, ready to, (laughs) no, but it is. girl math. Yeah, Yeah. it's girl math. I really, uh, I've had such a fun time doing it and I still love doing it, but you know, you don't want to, I got to figure out what else there is. I, I can't be traveling like this when I'm, you know, 10 years from now, I don't think I'll have the energy to do it. I just want to. Um, be in the woods, um, have a successful Etsy store, and (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm not, I don't think I'm a lifer. Like, I don't, I'm not a judge. Yeah, I'm 31. (laughs) Every year I come in here, I'm 31. Every year. (laughs) I don't think I'm a lifer. Uh, I admired Bob Hope, George Burns, Carol Burnett, all those people. But also, don't you just want to go fishing sometimes? You know, you know how it is, Kristen. You just want to go out and catch a rainbow trout. <laughs> there, in a, you know, on that okay. LA River, you yeah. just. I want to catch a pina colada by the pool. Yeah, yeah I'll say Kristen's oh. not a big uh, oh. fishing vibes. I, 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 Kristen's not a big LA River kind of fan. No, I'm really not. I'm like, I really am. I'm in my. I, I'm calling it my pina colada era. I, oh, I just want to sit under nice. an umbrella Fantastic. with a pina colada in my hands by the pool. That's fantastic. I'll have a pina colada while I'm trout fishing. I've, I'll do it. There you that, go. I'm, I, that's my era, my pina colada trout era. There's got to be a reality show in there somewhere for you. <laughs> I do have a great... Hey, Kristen, will you back this? I will have a great idea for a reality show. It's going to be me up in my 50-person town in the woods driving north... I want to call it Northwoods Uber and spell it O-O-B-E-R. And nobody's got <laughs> cell phone service up there, so what I'll do is I'll just have to put up posters for uh, Mary's Northwoods Uber, and then that's like cash cab. Yeah. You just have a camera in, and your people will get in, and they'll be like, I just got off my shift at the smokehouse. <laughs> we, we, we went through exactly one ton of whitefish, and I reek, can you get me to this wedding in time? You know, it's just like, what... <laughs> What's what will you get? It's like ice road truckers, but Northwoods Uber. Northwoods. Well, just remember, small towns have the hottest tea out there. So oh, yeah. the more everyone knows everyone's business, and there is good gossip to be heard. Oh yeah, it's thank you, thank you. I'm I'm counting you as one of the investors. <laughs> oh, there you go. I, I just like signed it. on as a producer. <laughs> okay, so you're November eighth, you're at Acme. Yep, November eighth to eleventh. So eighth to eleventh, yep. you're at Acme, yep. and. Um, you're going to come in and see us again in two weeks? Well, that's, guess what? I'm not even... I. Okay, I will. Yes, I'm hoping I can come and see you guys. Don't give me that. She's about to brush you off. On me. <laughs> it's always great to... Boy, it's how many, so cool to see everybody. It is great to see you again. Thanks I really... Mom. And Mary, I'm not trying to bring anybody down here, but particularly since we lost so many buddies in that three-year period. Yeah. It's very, very difficult. Yeah. No question about it. So just to see you come in, Tim, you got to bring Tim in with you. Yeah, you know, that would be great. You could have, this is a, you might have to get a counselor in if we're <laughs> Well, that's true. <laughs> um, and then the TV shows. Yeah, Kiff on Disney Plus, cute, cute kids cartoon, and then the exact opposite is Solar Opposites Solar on Hulu. Don't let your kids watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so they can watch the Disney one, but not the Hulu one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so great to see you. The, 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 you deserve your success. You've been very, very successful. God, I, I must know you about 20 years now, yep. don't I? Yep, God, yes. isn't that amazing? Yeah. 
Ever Chris. since she was 11, remember? Yeah, ever since 11 years old. That's exactly right. Ever since she was 11 years old. Thanks, Kristen. <laughs> I just realized well, this. I got your back. <laughs> I closed my laptop just so I could kind of look around, and I shut myself off the video stream. But yeah. whatever. <laughs> I'll get over it, right? Eventually, I'll somehow break through. Soon you and J- Jim McMahon will have that TikTok show he's been wanting. <laughs> yeah, he wants that TikTok show. Get his TikTok show rolling. Well, do come back. If you can possibly stop by in a couple of weeks, I'd love to see you again. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's always a great pleasure. Say hello to Tim for us because he's will wonderful. Do. Will do. Kristen, what do you got coming up today? I'm on my way to Dancing with the Stars tonight. Um, They are doing their big tribute to Len Goodman, the judge who passed away uh, earlier this year. Oh, I saw that, yeah. So I'm going to bring lots of tissues, and I I will bring all of the dish from the show because I know a lot of you. I know it's not your show, Tom, but a lot of your listeners love the show. What? You don't like it. I know. I get it. What show? And Dancing with the Stars. I don't yeah. know what you're saying. Uh, well, and this this season is like very controversial because they've got like who was an Adrian Peterson on? Yeah, this he was one voted stuff. out last he week. Yes. and then Jamie Lynn Spears was voted out a few weeks ago. And and the list uh, the viewers are like couldn't stand either of them. They kind of coordinated to make sure that they would both get voted out early. What? Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. They coordinate wow. like in Reddit chats and wow. on t- Twitter and things like that and make sure that they say we're going to throw all of our votes to these certain contestants this week mm-hmm. so that Jamie Lynn or Adrian will get less votes and they will go home. That's wild. Were, was Adrian or Jamie Lynn like great dancers that got wrongly voted out because of this? No, they were okay. never in contention for okay. the Mirabelle Trophy. So it's, but I do think that their background made for, you know, yeah. uh, there, there were some arguments back and forth over whether Dancing with the Stars should have cast them in the first place. You know that every time you mention the word dance, I picture William Frawley, Fred Mertz. I won't dance. Don't ask me. Remember that when he was invited to be, I don't know, he and his lovely wife. One of the greatest shows of all time, I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm. I still, I, I love yeah, that yeah. show. It's a great yeah, show. We've got a big history in our house with that, so. Yeah. I Love Lucy. Oh, yeah, my, you know my husband. Yeah. He's like the official yeah. Desi Arnaz impersonator. Yeah, indeed. For the estate. So he does a lot of, he does a lot of shows with Desi or as Ricky Ricardo. Lucy, can he do that role? Lucy. Who can do the whole thing? If you want him to come on and sing Babalu. I would love it. to have him on and sing Babalu. Tell him. Line up for later on All in the right. week. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've got the Congos and everything in our house. Oh we got the costume. We, we got the full thing. <laughs> he can do his like Ricky hair. Does he play the Congos? He, he can. Okay. I mean, he doesn't play them really well, but he can do it enough for Babalu. Oh, that is so great. Yeah. <laughs> can I, cl- I know I've told this joke a billion times, but it's my favorite Fred Mertz joke. William Frawley played the neighbor Fred Mertz. Fred and Ethel Mertz. And uh, they came over to the Lucy and Desi's house, and Ethel started to talk about how popular she was in high school, right? Mm-hmm. And she said, well, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I'm, it's not that I'm not happy with Fred. I am happy with Fred, but I'll be very, very honest. When I was in high school, the boys were buzzing around me like bees. Pause. Well, then how come I'm the one that got stung? <laughs> <laughs> One of the greatest lines in the history of television. All right, we'll see you guys later. I'll see you tomorrow. Sounds great. We'll be back in five minutes. Nice meeting you. Take care. I knew you two would get along really well. (laughs)
There's no doubt about it. I'll follow you on Instagram. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Talk to you in five minutes. <laughs>